Hello and welcome to The Touchline. Another week has gone by where the EPL has gotten crazy as well as allowing fans back into the stadium. My name is Uwara Poko, and on The Touchline today, we have the usual. We have Mojalefa and we have Drew. Welcome to Touchline, gents. Hey, welcome, man. Are you all right? Are you all good? Hey, man. No complaints. You know, we're winning. Still got some complaints, <laughs> but it's better than losing, you feel me? Hey, you know what I mean? It's, it's worse than losing and complaining. You understand? <laughs> At least now, there's some, some wins yeah. to talk about. Well, there is a lot to talk about, considering the fact that you guys both said that Man United will win against West Ham, which, is, which happened. But yet again, you guys had to do it from behind. Another frustration that Mujalefa has had for a couple of weeks now. How did you feel about the win overall, but also maybe how you guys started the game? Um, <laughs> going behind, like, it's the, the glamour, like I said. Like, there's no glamour in going behind, so it's, it's a bit frustrating. Mm-hmm. And also, you, don't, you never know when to trust us. Like, sometimes we can go behind and still play. And like not be able to come minutes. back. You understand? Okay. Not be not look like scoring. So when when you go mm. behind, you still don't know which United are you gonna get. Recently, it's the one yeah. that comes back, but also we've been playing swag teams. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see with Leipzig. Um, we'll see with um, City on the weekend because <laughs> so it's a bit real. You understand? So we'll see what what's, what's this man about, anyways. Being real in a hurry. Yeah, not gonna get real. Much? I mean, for me, it's the same, man. It's the same. Even like when we chat in private, I tell you guys the same thing. I say, it's, mm. there's no football here. There's no plan. You know what there is? There's Bruno and prayer. You understand? Yeah. Because, yeah, mm. <laughs> do you understand? Like, if, if we don't have that one individual moment of brilliance, Rashford makes an amazing turn, Matial just dazzle an oak with a drop shoulder. If that one moment doesn't happen, then it never clicks for United. And we are not at a place where we're able to create that moment at will. And that, for me, is the biggest judgment uh, that I have of Solskjaer as a manager. Everything else is sharp, but like what we're basically doing is we're fielding a team and we're just saying to the superstars, make a plan, make something happen. So yeah. it's always going to be like this. It's never going to be comfortable. And uh, Marge, you mentioned something there. Speaking of superstars, I mean, we've all heard the recent rumours with regards to Paul Pogba's agent and him saying that Paul is not happy and that uh, he should probably leave. What, what do you think about those kind of comments? Because what we know now with regards to players and the agents is that they're no longer just agents. These are the same people that are whispering in their ear for certain things. So when he said that, I thought there's no way Pogba didn't know that that was going to be said or that is what he's thinking. They've been playing this game for a while. Pogba, let me tell you, man, I, I fully understand everything that Pogba is going through and I personally am not mad at the boy. I'm not mad at him. You understand? Mm. He came back here to be part of a team that wins and that hasn't materialized. The man's already clocked the World Cup. He's come close to getting his Euro. He should be getting his Euro soon. You understand? Mm. As far as career accolades, they're piling up, just not at club level. You know what Mm. I mean? Let me go somewhere. He's turning 28 next year. How can the man not go somewhere where he's going to win? I want to win. That's true. Drew, what do you think? I mean, you probably heard and, and saw the comments. What do you what do you think that does for the team? Because already we're so you know scrutinizing the team on the field, and then now obviously mm. these backroom conversations come in. No, I think it's yours. Um, the way they went about it. Obviously, <laughs> you can go and say, yeah. "Look, I want to leave, chief," and your agent can go and say, "I want to leave." Obviously, your agent is mm. speaking what you told him. You understand? He's yes. not gonna just go out and speak by himself. I know Raiola mm. is like a, 
but he doesn't just mm. go out there and speak by himself. He's representing Pogba. He went out there, said what Pogba wanted. So, yeah, I, I don't think they should have went at it like that. Should have went private. Or I think, actually, the, the agreement is probably already in place. He's just, like, yeah. pushing it through now. Like, these guys can't change their minds after this. Like, there's agreement. Now, I'm just irritating them so they can say, the sooner the better and get rid of us. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, and it's a thing of, obviously, they want the money, too. I mean, there's no way he wants Pogba to go for free because that means that he, too, will be getting a share. So him pushing it now, obviously, is for that way. They need for him to be sold because mm. of the monetary value. Correct. He's aiming for summer 2021. Time to put in the pressure early. Mm. Unlike the last time when we had this saga, when they started this pressure in, like, April... It was Real Madrid this, Real Madrid that, then Real Madrid blew all its money on Courtois or on Hazard. Yeah. So on Hazard, you know, mm. yeah, on Hazard. Yeah. So it's okay. Like I'm, I, I understand and I agree with you. It's it's Manuel's the way it went. It went about, but that's the game these days, to be honest. And that's been Raiola's game maybe for five years, which is also yeah. why he has frosty relations with our club. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's all right. I'm I'm just saying if that's the if that's the way that the game is played in 2020. I can't be mad at this, like the content within that message that this man yeah. is unhappy and he wants to go. I can be happy with the way that the message mm-hmm. was delivered. I can be unhappy with that. Yeah, that's very true. But we'll get back into Manchester United and the issues within the team when we come to the upcoming games. Now I want us to move on to the next game. That is Liverpool and the Wolves. Listen, there's something about people that say uh, you'll ever walk alone. That also makes me feel at home. <laughs> I, I could not hide my excitement just hearing the fans at Anfield. But just let's go into the game. Mujalefa, what did you think of the game? So many things to talk about with regards to fans now also being allowed at these games. What did I think of? Look, Liverpool is an amazing team, guys. Klopp, Klopp is still like a <laughs> coach of death. Whatever oh. he's doing there, guys, it's amazing. <laughs> he can put like everybody doubt, in. We doubted those hugs, man, but we know what those hugs are saying. I got you, and they got him. guys. Look, do the. I don't know what he's telling those kids, but you have seventeen-year-olds out playing professionals, like people who've been in the game for ten years. That's that's incredible, and you're still winning with that. What can you say? Like those guys are amazing, and their finishing is great. But I think it's also because Liverpool works very hard at winning the ball back. And converting that into clear-cut chances. Yes, and taking them, because that's another thing that a lot of teams can do, creating all these chances, but making sure that the ball ends up in the back of the net is a different story. And then Drew, Mm. Klopp brought on a whole new goalkeeper. First Premier League appearance for 23-year-old Keller, who had his name spelled wrong on his shirt, but we'll forgive them. It's okay. What did you think? He played midweek also. Yes, he played Champions League midweek, yes. No, um... It feels like, to be honest with you, like, because... <laughs> <laughs> because you're watching from outside. <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm from outside, but also I don't want you to You can't even in. get in. I don't <laughs> want to go in. That's the thing. You feel me? I'm just hating from a distance. like, And yeah, yeah man, they're doing so well. Like, yo, you can't hate, but I can because, yeah, of what, mm. what I represent. Mm-hmm. But like, you can't actually hate on what they both. They... And what they, yeah, what they keep doing. They're crippled by injuries, they... dog, and they still mm. keep going. You know, you've got, you've got your Nico Williams out there. You understand? So you've got Keller. It's, yeah. It's, it's incredible, dog. And they look like they are going to take it for a while. Granted, they they they, they spent money on, on Ellison and, and Van Dijk, but I think the rest of the money they've spent has been bargains, bro. Like, they've just, yeah, they played the market. They've done well. Structurally, you can't compete right now. Yeah. Maud, you wanted to the add on to something Chandler. you were saying? No, I was, I was just saying, like, they, they based, like, based on what Drew was saying, like, they've even got, like, the young talent, like, the kids that they bought. 
they bought some kid who's the next Van Dyke, who's like 17 and they bought him last year. Yeah. Right? Mm. He's just sitting there. And now that you've seen these kids and the third choice goalkeeper shine, you're like, oh my God, that kid might actually become the next Van Dyke. Yeah. Can I deal with 10 years of this? You know what I mean? Can I deal with five years of this? Like, it's tiring. Looks Wow. It really wow. is. But I want to get into the Wolves chat um, a little bit. Was Wolves not just that like were they not good enough or Liverpool just having their fans too just they had to put on that sparkle because they literally had the cherry on top because I looked at Wolves and I just I didn't see Nuno's team I I, I don't know what I was seeing there actually look Wolves they tried that uh, what did they enter with a four three three which yeah. is which is not theirs billion but either way little three five two was compromised. I think it's it's a matter of sometimes you get too busy trying to neutralize your opponent, you forget to play your own football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I so, agree. so it's one of I those. Agree. We work to nullify them, but then us ourselves, we forget about how we need to play and what we need to do. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's one of those. Drew, did you see anything with, within the Wolves um, camp that worried you a little bit with regards to that game? I think now they're just now starting to feel the Jimenez thing, you know? Um, mm. We don't know how long he's going to be out for, but there's there's probably been rumors like in the club, like the fracture skull or whatever, he's going to be out for six months. Yeah. And they're thinking, God damn, what are we going to do without this man for six months? And now we've got Liverpool, yeah. we're at the cop, the fans are there in our ears. They, they probably mm. show too much respect as well. So yeah, man, written on the cards at home. They haven't been beaten, I think, in 69 games now. It's crazy. Mm. They too are on a good roll. Yeah, yeah, you have to be scared of Liverpool. You have to go there, park the bus, hope for the best. And that yeah, yeah, that is that is so true. And speaking of Raul Jimenez, I did read just now, now actually, before we got into this conversation, he has been discharged from the hospital. He is now at home, and then we probably will see him next season at this stage. So, oh, I thought you were gonna uh, say like next month. I was so worried. Precious <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, yeah, that's some NFL <laughs> <laughs> that's that NFL you know what I mean <laughs> oh. no 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 this this is the Premier League man and uh, with that said we move now on to the biggest game for the weekend that was Tottenham versus Arsenal it's it's within these moments that I just want Vincent to come on because he will sum it up for all of us where is that guy where is that guy he's in Goalfontaine Goalfontaine papa Oh my dear. <laughs> you know, looking at that game, Tottenham winning 2-0 and so many things to discuss. I mean, with that 2-0 victory at the time, they went to the top of the league. And Son and Kane yet again. And Harry Kane getting his 11th North London derby goal, making him the top goal scorer. What a way to have gotten it, man. Let's start with Marge. Looking at the goals, oh man, you must have enjoyed both of them. I mean, you understand, like... <laughs> Those guys are basically working on a sniper protocol. One shot, don't miss. Don't don't miss. Hit this target. My boy, first of all, that Son goal was out of this world. It's like he reminded me of like, yeah, that 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 Beckham predator shot, or one other one where they put the rubber on the inside of the boots and on you the could boot. curb them more. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> What a bend on that thing. Keeper waving in the air like his neighbors in the stands. It's a it's a mess. Yo. It's a mess. You know what I mean? But that oh. second goal for me was everything because they literally yeah. Pulled them all up the field, switched them from the right to the left. Then mm-hmm. he does a left-hand shoulder drop, a step over to the right, then flicks the ball back left to an onrushing Harry Kane, who just and slams it, it in. Goal. What? That's what it. do you want? Take it out of the textbook. Put this in the textbook. You know, sure. man, that's what a Mourinho kind of textbook. Drew, what did you think of Tottenham's playing um, the way they went about that game? Those guys give up. Oh, classic Mourinho, hey. Yeah. <laughs> classic <laughs> Mourinho, like Inter Barca type. 
classic Mourinho. <laughs> you understand? Like that guy playing like that, bro. Like playing like that, two 0 thirty-five percent possession. I hate that kind of football. Like sharp, you're winning, but oh my gosh, it's mm-hmm. ugly. And you know what I mean? Jam. It's yeah. ugly. Jam. I want you to jam. Some passes, you know, some <sighs> patterns. Those guys will defend, 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 then quick ball up to the front. Then you depend on Kane and Son to do something, and they're very special. You know, they've, they've got that connection mm. going. So for them, it's That's like, true. like he's not coaching them up front. I'm sure he's not doing a damn thing up front. He's just focused on this defense. Nah. You guys get the ball up mm-hmm. front, get it out wide, give it to the free man, Son, Kane, somebody will be there. Somebody comes rushing in. And he's got also the working midfield. He's got Sissoko. I wanted to say Hobie. I mean, oh my gosh. Those guys been, can we talk about two signing? Yo. And Dombele. Can we talk about two shy? Two shy Dombele. Oh, yeah. what a monster. Oh. He's looking Ooh. nice also. He's looking like he's settled. Yeah. So, yeah, man. They, they're looking... I think Vince might have a point. I think Tottenham's in for a challenge, yeah, to be honest. You think they'll challenge? Yes. A, a challenge? <sighs> mate, it's mate. My, my, my thing is, my thing is, look look at them statistically. Look at them statistically. Let's not let's not get emotions involved. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tottenham mm-hmm. isn't coughing up, isn't coughing up clear-cut chances. Arsenal only had three shots on target the whole game. But they had 11 yeah. shots total. Do you know total, what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. On top of that, Tottenham is being extra clinical when they get in front of goal, right? True. And then they are also making sure that they create several chances. I'm saying mm. Tottenham needs to create five chances in a game. They're scoring three goals minimum. Oh, sorry, they're scoring two yeah. goals minimum. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Whereas every other yeah. team is going to say five chances, one goal. And unfortunately, that piles up because every single one of us is going to play them. We're not going to breach that defense. Do you understand? Mm. And if you're not yes. going to breach, you're going to concede because Harry Kane just needs to like how one. Son and doesn't need it. other chances. Yes, yeah. And that's what I keep saying. The key to Tottenham winning is keeping Son and Harry Kane both fit. And yes, I'll agree that they have a chance. Yes. Yeah, and Harry Kane's always injured. He always gets That's what I'm saying. Like, keep like, both of them fit. Every season. It's going to be something to work with. So, yeah, if they if they both fit, I agree. <laughs> I mean, mm. yeah, but historically, historically, Harry, C- Harry Kane also doesn't score in August. You know what I mean? And he did that time. Yeah, that went out the window. Hence, I'm saying maybe, maybe this is a new year. It's a new type of history. Yeah. And it's 2020, hey? Going into a new year, we never know. But... Let us look at Arsenal and look at how Mikel Arteta right now. Is it a crisis, Drew? <laughs> it's crisis. a crisis. Definitely panic <laughs> at the disco. <laughs> it's happening at the Emirates right now. You understand? Yo, 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 yo. Bro, like, like Obama, yeah, I don't know what's going on. You know, I even thought like maybe Ozo is like the gent in the dressing room and it's now mutiny. I think it's become a mutiny. Mm. Oh, no he's way. the Bruno. Yeah, you yeah. understand. He's doing it on the side. He's doing yeah, it on he's... the side because I look at his social media, he's out here cheering on these boys and they're just not delivering. 100%. 100%. And I think the guys were like, yo, chief, we need Ozo. Sharp, you dipped him out. We thought you were going to bring in something creative because apparently they were looking for a war. That that boy from from Leon. And from Leon. Yeah. That, oh. uh, yeah. From Hussein. yeah, Olympic Lyonnais, Hassem Ouaour. Yeah. That man. Yeah. They're looking at that man as a replacement. It didn't come through because I think Leon wanted like fifty million pounds, and they just spent it on Partey. So yeah. And Partey is now injured, by the way. D, you understand? I wanted to bring you into that conversation with Partey because the last time I read about Partey, it was clearly stated that he won't play again this year. So when I saw him in the when I saw him rather in the starting lineup, I'm like, ah, ah, what's going on? It's desperation, chief. It's desperation. You have to bring all your weapons to the party, and sometimes you don't have enough weapons, and you didn't register Ozil. So what you gonna do? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for them to haul him out just before, literally it was 10 seconds before halftime when Ceballos came on. And one, I didn't even know they were making a substitution at first. <laughs> it, it was an emergency substitution. That guy's hamstring, I think he tore it because what happened oh. was Arteta tried to even push him back on the field saying finish the half and he was not capable of doing so. He can't walk. It's beans. Yo. Shouldn't Yo. have come off though. Like, I don't think he should have come yeah. off. I think he should have went down. He should have sat down on the field. He should have, he should have sat down mm. in a position yeah. not to put somebody too onside and not to also expose yourself. Like, if you need to get up and, and try get there, you can. Mm. But he, he shouldn't have walked off because that made it four against two on that hurricane goal. And yeah. He, definitely, yeah. if he was just standing there, maybe they wouldn't have passed it. If he was just standing, he didn't need to run. Could have just stood occupying there, the space, know? hopping around. Maybe they wouldn't have passed yeah. him, but like he made a four against two, and those guys were always gonna punish. I saw it from when it when the guy said four against two. I said it's a goal. This is a goal. Oh, it's a goal. To it. Yeah, yeah. But just looking at Arsenal's future now with what they're going through, one, do they need to spend in Jan? Which I agree, I think they do. And where do you see them ending up this season? I'm going to start with you, Drew. I don't think they need to spend. They just need to register Ozil. And he's got space in his, like, registration. Just register the man. Yeah. Swallow your pride. Go apologize. Because this man yeah, can more assist than anyone. You know, he can read it. <laughs> Ozil's vision is, like, it's incredible, though. So just go apologize to that man. And go convince the higher-ups who are probably, or if hopefully not making you drop this man because of political reasons. But mm. you need Ozil back. And build the team around. Maybe do the all Ghana thing of putting two defensive midfielders behind him. Yeah, he's okay creative team. enough. Yeah, I think he's creative enough. And I guess move Obama Young back to the left. Dog. Stop listening to the fans. Fans have been crying. Put Obama Young up front. Now look, he's doing that. So put that man back on the left and do what he yeah. started with. I think he should do what he started with and bring back Ozo. Agreed. March, yeah. what do you think? Eh, look, I, I personally think they're lacking that that depth. That's why party made so much impact. Yeah, um, they need a little bit of extra steel in the midfield because their defense is a bit young as well. That Gabriel guy, he's good, but it's first season. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's too many. There's too much newness. There's too many teething problems all over the field. Yes. So I think they need to, they need to bring in someone like the Thiago Silva signing at Chelsea, something like mm-hmm. that. Maybe in the midfield for Arsenal. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, just so that 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 area is is more controlled with an intelligent footballing mind. Either that or get like a starting centre-back, but that kind of undoes all the transfer work that they've done. So I'd say they need to get a short-term replacement for Partey, maybe a loan. Um, yeah. Maybe a loan or maybe like a player who's at the end of his years, maybe 33, 32, someone who can come in and just hold them in this transition period. Yeah. Um, and they'll be sharp. But like, I think at this moment, if... Things continue. I mean, I'll have a better opinion for you in two weeks' time. But at this moment, I think Arsenal is going to end up mid-table, above 13th, but probably below 8th. Okay. All right. And now, with that said, I want to ask you guys, who are some of your players of the week? It can be players. It can be a player. I'm going to start with you, Drew. Who got your heart, basically, this weekend? I'm going to go Son. I'm Mm going to go, yeah, Human Son. Let go, man. Just, just a goal, the performance. Just the goal, goal and an assist, isn't it? 
for that performance. Yeah, it's goal and assist. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I, I'll give it to him. And um, we're just counting Premier League, eh? Yeah. In terms of. Okay. I mean, no, you can, you can, you can actually even put in the the, the Champions League because Olivier Giroud, hundred percent. Ah, man, monster. Yeah. If, if we're putting all competitions, <laughs> I'll go Olivier Giroud players of the week. That yeah. is okay. so true. Yes, Mon. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I, I was gonna, I was gonna say Giroud, but like you beat me to it. Definitely, my dude. You can say Giroud. He can be yours too. <laughs> <laughs> He's ever bad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, def- definitely, my dude. I mean, how amazing a game must you have? Like, the man is all over the pitch. I actually don't understand how that guy eats bench. I don't. Because <laughs> because he's been Chelsea's best striker, bar none, by far. Like, by far. Do you know yeah. what I mean? For at least three seasons now. Or this is the third season. This is his third season, yeah. This third season. So, I, I, I don't I don't get what it's going to take for him to break into, into Frankie Lamb's starting lineup all the time. I don't know why, you know. Like, I get it. Like, Timo needs to play. But, yo, we need to get a rotation going or something. That's yeah, that is true, man. That is so true. I agree with you guys. Olivier Giroud. I would also put... Kane just the fact that you know Harry Kane just because of you know his North London derby scoring tally that is phenomenal you know as much as they always want to say I play for the team nah I don't lie you know we recognize you and your 11 goals so I you know, definitely also, also put him in there he's also on uh, 250 Premier League goals with that one that he scored against Arsenal really it can't yeah. be 250 not Premier League goals it can't be blood, 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 no, blood. No, no, no. apparently uh, apparently the man is second only to Messi first to 250 no the other day bro. was it just me it's is it 150 yeah it's 150 oh yeah okay. yeah he's second only to Messi in terms yeah. of 150 yeah, 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 yeah. alright okay yeah I think you'll right. eclipse Sierra's record if he keeps going yeah uh, easily boy and he's consistent with the, with the tallies too look at Aguero out injured but yeah. Aguero's gonna come back and, and drop 22 before the end of the season watch that is so true and it might just happen already within this week with the Champions League because they've already secured a qualification I don't see why Pep Guardiola needs to still be playing Gabriel from there on mm. I see that. All right. And speaking of Manchester City, let us look at the upcoming games for this weekend. The biggest one, the Manchester Derby. You guys are home. I don't know how you feel about that. <laughs> We're definitely going to lose. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> We've just now won our first game at home in the Premier League. So our yeah. home form is very sketchy. And Rotswana, there's no fans. Man- Manchester doesn't, and I think, tier two or something. So they're not a lot of fans. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, there ain't going to be no fans there. So yeah, Rotswana, those guys are going to climb us. And we like going behind. So they're going to put one yeah. past. And then they're just going to dominate us. Because it, it's City, bro. Like, if they rock up and they don't have any mistake, I think mm. John Stones might not. If my, John Stones starts, I think we have a chance. But if he's played Laporte and Diaz... He probably won't. Yeah, he's playing Laporte and Diaz. You've yeah. noticed now that is the... His his choices at the but day, so he John, definitely John, John play Stone the has played. I think the past three. He started the past three. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he has. So yeah, mm. he's, he's always capable of a mistake. So if Pep decides he's gonna, <laughs> him, then I think we have a chance. But if he's gonna go Laporte, Kyle Walker, um, Mendy, Mendy's also a bit swag. Maybe what's his face? Um, Cancelo. Yeah. You know, Cancelo. Yeah, then oh, oh, Cancelo is definitely gonna play. Yeah. yeah, we could be in trouble, and we also give away chances. You understand? It's just that these teams yeah. just don't take. <clears throat> Southampton took two, but they could have had like four or five. You know, 100%. and I think City will take their chances if we're not careful, guys. Woo! My chat. <laughs> That's true. Much. What my do you chat, think? My chat is very simple. I'll, I'll reiterate it again, so it's on the record. I believe that any team 
that drops points against Manchester United should do a thorough position of their coaching staff. <laughs> mm-hmm. They should do a thorough position with their players to understand who they're hitting. Because if you come at United with a plan, boy, yo, 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 those guys shatter. Like, mm. <laughs> there's nothing. I remember when we spoke about the Southampton game two weeks ago and I said, Hassan Hutel has a plan. And that's all you yeah. ever need against us. Eddie Howe mm. came with a plan. You understand even david mm. moyes came with a plan, a plan. Mm. you understand it's only that the plan gets shifted but if you start with united at full power if you start with united with uh rashford on the field with uh, bruno fernandez on the field maybe with even uh, juan mata for that extra movement right and then yeah. you can hold them for the first half you should beat us like you should beat us almost every time but the problem mm. comes when you put in a rashford and a bruno in the second half where now those little moments of brilliance are better felt with somebody who's fresh versus somebody who's been playing 60, 70 minutes. Yeah. And that's really the key to what's been going. But like, mm-hmm. I, I rate City to win here and I rate them to win by an easy two goals. All right. Well, currently right now on the table, you know, Manchester United are sixth with 19 points and Manchester City are seventh with 18 points. So you guys are literally one point behind each other. If y'all draw, stays the same. And if Man City win... They go up and just like you, they too have a game in hand. So it's going to be an interesting encounter. And then we move on to the next game. Um, We have Everton and Chelsea and Chelotti going back to his old stomping ground. Everton are home. What do you think? What do you think, Drew? Yeah, Everton. I think Chelsea's winning that. Yeah, 100%. I think 3-1 because Calvert-Lewin is always scoring. So yeah, yeah, I mean, top goal scorer right now. Yeah, Yeah, they'll punish them. I think think he's on a 3-2. You're right. Nah, Tiago Tiago's yeah. now settling down, you know. So it's nice they're at the back for Chelsea. So and this Mendy guy is also not conceding. That Mendy guy's solid, yeah. You know? So uh, I think 3 1, yeah. they'll punish them because those guys they also depend on mistakes. So Covered Lewin is gonna have to bully someone. And who's he bullying? Kurzuma is also big like a monster, also. You're not bullying that guy. He can jump higher than you also. Don't forget. You understand? Yeah. Man of can jump higher than you. So, yeah, it's going to be tough for him up front. Maybe 4 4 2, Richarlison can try himself out with Thiago, but nah, I don't see it for everything. All right, yeah, much? Think, yeah, no, I agree. I think Chelsea's winning. Um, but I do see, still see Everton scoring too, man. I think. I, I, I agree. I do see them scoring as well. I think just having Harmes, Calvin Lewin, and Richarlison on there, that gives you half a chance, and they do tend to I, take them. And that Richarlison movement, bro, it's nice. <sighs> Hey, who remind me of? He reminds me of who's that guy who just ran around? Chicharito. Your you guy's I mean? Chicharito. Ch- Chicharito, yeah. Mona, you could never really say Chicharito is the striker, like our guy, like we re- rely on him to score the goals. But yeah, yeah. he does so much extra running, like that mm. extra running that Richarlison does. I think it creates those gaps up front, which would make it easier for another person to then hop in there and, and bang something out. So I, I rate them to to score, and I think they'll score more than one personally. But that's just me. All right, and then I have one more game that I just want to look at. That is Leeds United and West Ham. They play on Friday night. I do see goals in this one, one or the other. Um, both teams, I think, are pretty settled within their playing styles and how they want to go about achieving things. But looking at Leeds and West Ham. March, who do you think will have a better advantage and will take their chances on Friday? I don't rate West Ham, so Leeds. I don't rate Clearly. <laughs> I told you last week, I don't see those guys. And I think I don't see them because Moyes is their manager. And I don't think he has that mentality that he can pass on to his team to say, guys, 
these guys are lying, we're going to thrash them. I don't think if Moya said yeah. that to his team, they'd believe him. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, so definitely a Leeds win for you. <laughs> I mean, look, for me, for me, it's about that confidence. When, when you see a coach speak to his players, is there buy-in from their end? Do you know what I'm saying? Is there, yeah, is there actually yeah. like buy-in? Do we agree with what he's saying? West Ham has mm. played their best games when Moyes was at home. True, true. They were very, they were undefeated when he was at home. Yeah, hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't see, I don't see it. I see Leeds because I think their their team is more committed. I think they run more. I think they press more. I think they're going to be well on top for the occasion. And uh, they're probably going to be taking out some of the frustrations from their recent games on West Ham. That's true. And Drew, what do you think is going to happen with, with regards to that game? Um, looking at a, sto- a score and draw, I, I, I think Leeds is very wasteful. They look very wasteful. Yeah, they're with the chances. Yeah. They miss so many chances. And mm. I think West Ham will take their chances because they score, those guys. You know, even okay. with Antonio out, they're still scoring. Um, Jared Boyne is still doing something out there on the wing. So yeah. they're still alright. Pablo for now is, is now coming into the Premier League. So they're still alright. Um, I just think Moyes. I think there is buy-in. It's just that with mm-hmm. the certain players that he starts. So there's no buy-in from Hele, as you can see. You can see the guy doesn't. Work. Yeah. And he does feel. You know, there's definitely buy-in from Antonio. Yeah. Antonio loves the club. He wants to do well. He's scoring goals. So when you play mm. the Moyes way, that rubbish brand of football. It's it's tough for empty because <laughs> Sam Allardyce probably played the same football like it's the same football. Moyes probably has more crosses, yeah. you know, more whipped crosses. Mm. Sam Allardyce just lump it forward, hope for a target man to do something, knock it down. But yeah, I don't think they'll, they'll pose much of a threat to West Ham if West mm-hmm. Ham takes their chances because chances. once it goes one, I think they crumble. It's it a wrap. Yeah, yeah, it happened now. It's a wrap. They crumble. Those guys were all over us. And then one one goal, it was an excellent goal, but like we equalized and then we went again. How do you yeah, and then they hit like yeah. yeah, just ugh, man. So if Leeds score first, it, it could be trouble. And if Leeds equalize, oh. also could be trouble. So I think I'll go yeah, score and draw. One one. Okay. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Those are the gents' predictions for the upcoming games this coming weekend. Mojalefa, thank you so much for joining me. Andrew, thank you so much for joining me as well. I'll see you guys next time. Away, dog. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much, gentlemen. My name is Warlidi Fuku for the touchline. Until we meet y'all again next time, we are out.